Hi, I'm David Benedetto, and today we have Richard Campanella, geographer and author for the Tulane School of Architecture, in the studio to answer some questions for us for our segment, Talking New Orleans. Could you tell us about Poydras Street and how it's changed over the years? Well, Poydras Street was laid out, um, was first appears on maps immediately after the 1788 fire, uh, which burned 80% of the French Quarter and also occasioned uh, the laying out of what is now the Central Business District, just like a few weeks later. And Poydras Street was one of those original streets. Over the next 150, 160 years, Poydras became... I think of it as kind of the blue-collar cousin of Canal Street, whereas Canal Street was the showcase commercial and shopping district of high-end retail, uh, world-famous, nationally famous. Poydras was for warehousing. Uh, It was for the wholesaling district. It's where the bulk vegetables were shipped in, and then the retailers and the the market vendors would come there and retail it. Uh, Hardware, uh, port storage, that sort of thing. It was about 74 feet wide, so it was was much uh, narrower than it was today. It was a little wider than what Julia Street is today. Um, so it, it was designed to be a larger artery, but not the major artery that it was today. So what changed this? Again, I would reference that all-important uh, arterial transportation plan that came into place between the late 40s and the early 1960s, in which you'd have uh, interstates being developed and now a circular pattern of high-speed traffic circulating around the CBD. But what about the CBD itself? You needed some sort of grade level connection to get the traffic on Claiborne down to the Riverfront Expressway, which was never built, but we didn't know that at the time. And so uh, what planners did was resuscitate a plan dating back to the 1920s by Bartholomew and Associates, a consulting firm for City Planning Commission, to widen Poitras Street. Uh, and so um, uh, that that idea uh, uh, was acted on in 1960, starting in 1964. A right-of-way was purchased um, of about one full building in from the lower side of Poitras. And that's one kind of—this this would be a building fronting Poitras, so it would be quite long— about 60 feet. So all of those buildings were demolished uh, starting in 65. And by early 66, the street had been widened from 74 feet to, uh, I want to say, about 134 feet. Um, And, you know, a lot of people today, because we see all these gleaming high rises, we think of it as kind of the showcase skyscraper district for oil money from the 1970s. And to be sure, a lot of those high rises that went up there, principally one shell square, catered to the oil industry. They were, that was oil money. But that really wasn't the main purpose for the, uh, for the widening. The main purpose was for traffic flow. But upon the cancellation of the Riverfront Expressway in 1969, that became less of a need. And this is exactly the time where this new conversation started to emerge about air rights. We now have the ability to sink these pilings deeper into the suballuvial surface, which allowed skyscrapers to go much, much higher here, which meant properties suddenly were more valuable because you could sell more real estate. And so Poitras Street, already widened, became the perfect place to go ahead and zone for super high rises. And so it became the perfect place for all of this oil boom money to go ahead and build these skyscrapers. Thank you, Richard. That was uh, Richard Campanella, author and geographer with the Tulane School of Architecture. This is Talking About Politics.